there, this is Adrian Lopez, Integrative Awareness Coach, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 47 of the Mind Heart Space podcast, now entitled Lifting the Veil. Today is the 4th of July, the American Independence Day, and today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about freedom, where we all stand in relationship to freedom. And I wanted to share with you um, a quote one of my friends posted today. I think it's so powerful and it just really encapsulates the theme of freedom that I've been working to capture in my latest um, course entitled the power of self-awareness finding your freedom and it says freedom is the natural state of the soul it belongs to all who refuse to give the outer world more power than the infinite the eternal presence of love that lives within us and uh i think (laughs) for me at least that that is a a very um, apt expression of my relationship to freedom and more specifically power in my life and this is uh, I guess I'm being called to share this at this moment um, because I believe that we are at a pivotal time in history the world is uh, shaking and shuddering as people are looking for a sustainable path through this strange new world that we find ourselves in post-pandemic. And it's difficult for many to see the road ahead and it's filled with many unpredictable challenges. And of course this can invite fears that would um, inevitably accompany uncertainty. However, I know that there are also people who have been very um, inspired and taken this whole uh, enforced lockdown and retreat to turn within and tune in more deeply with their own mind and heart and engage in a conversation with life that most of us would not have the opportunity to do because we were so busy with Um, all the outside world demands of work and family and uh, just the daily grind of um, getting from one day to the next. So that being said, I know that some people are emerging from this chapter in our history with a greater sense of clarity and vision for the future and even a strong calling inside of them and just as much or equally expressed are people who are feeling overwhelmed and defeated and hopeless and uh, isolated and alone and there are still some of us who have found one foot on each shore and are trying to (laughs) download a plan to close that gap Uh, well no matter where you are I think that we can all agree as I mentioned 
that this is a unique opportunity of time, a unique window, which we still aren't quite sure about. We're just kind of waiting for the dust to settle. But even so, uh, if you really take a moment to become still and check within, you can feel an energy of possibility of something new unfolding. And some people might be excited by this and some people might be terrified depending on which way they're looking at it. One thing is for sure, this is a moment calling us forward to bring our most valuable assets front and center. And for me, this is what I refer to as self-awareness. And I wanna explain a little bit about why I say this. Some people might be scratching their heads and saying, why is that? Why would self-awareness be an asset? But I just want to say that our self-awareness has two sides, just like a coin. And our power is resting right under the side, the underside of our self-awareness. In other words, when we begin to actively engage with the full spectrum of our own consciousness, intentionally and on purpose, we begin to open new doors for relating to the world that we didn't have access to before, mostly because we didn't even know they were there. But for some, this might sound impossible. How, how could part of our awareness be hidden from us? Well, I'd like to say welcome to the world built from ego, this culturally produced self that literally is a product of separation. And it is, it's, I should say the ego's very survival depends on us not seeing what's available or being unconscious, or in other words, not being aware. And let me give you an example of what I mean, because this is always um, helpful to me. Um, there is a professor of psychology and psychiatry at the University of West, Wisconsin-Madison by the name of Richard Davison, who conducts research on mindfulness, health, and well-being. And he did a study on self-awareness, finding that the average adult American spends 40% of their day not paying attention or being aware of what they're doing. Another researcher of self-awareness, Dr. Tasha Yurik, showed that while 95% of people, when surveyed, say that they are self-aware, the real number is actually only 10 to 15%. And for her, this meant that when you ask people about their own level of awareness, 80% of people have no accurate image of their own relationship to their awareness or the ability to be truly introspective or self-assessing. Or in other words, it's a rare um, trait that uh, people possess. So I asked myself, as you may be asking yourself, 
what's happening? Why are people so confused about a aspect so fundamental to their own human existence? Well, I invite you to just to take a minute to ask yourself, um, maybe jot down the first ideas that come up, but um, perhaps close your eyes and put your hands on your heart and ask yourself without letting the mind answer, where in my life do I check out or go to sleep or avoid or go unconscious? Question number two, are there situations or topics or relationships I try to avoid? And question number three, if there are areas in my life that I am less than conscious of, why is this? What is my awareness trying to protect me from? And if you missed any of those questions, you can rewind and take a little bit more time to really sink into them and answer those questions for yourself. But what I found is that more and more research is revealing as science has finally caught up with the yogis have been teaching throughout uh, a millennia that there is truly a disconnect between what people think and feel and their actions and behaviors. There is, and I guess you could kind of, I uh, could kind of say that there's a lack of integration of the parts of our own consciousness. And this is what causes us to circle in repetitive patterns and behaviors. Instead of spiraling up and out to evolve and learn from our experience. And there is actually scientific reasons why this happens and I really want to share them with you and that is the core of my work especially in my most recent workshop that I've been um, putting together and that will begin on July 15th as I mentioned earlier in this podcast entitled the power of self-awareness find your freedom and I know Uh, for many people that I coach, the idea of self-awareness can sometimes seem foreign or uh, ungraspable or outside of anything that they can be bothered with. I mean, most people have real life issues that they have to attend to. But the most interesting aspect is all the time, most people never put together that their real life as actually a product of their perception, which is created from their own sense of self or their own relationship to their awareness or lack of relationship or conscious relationship to their awareness. And if we aren't orchestrating this relationship intentionally, the outside world will do it for us. It's like an unmanned ship in the sea. Because our awareness is not an idea, it is a felt lived experience that many of us were taught away from or we learned to disconnect from in order to survive. All the times where we did not respect our own experience, 
our own emotions and our own authority in order to be approved of or um, in order to ensure our safety or to be taken care of, to win the approval of the most important people to us as children, which are our caretakers and our survival depends upon. So a lot of this is done unconsciously and unintentionally, but it still is there and it's still inhabiting the space of consciousness, most often under the veil of awareness. So a lot of the work that I do is to guide my clients to reconnect all, uh, all, all levels of their consciousness. Uh, and this way, um, we can create or recreate or reestablish, I should say, the fluidity of consciousness in which it was intended because life force is energy and it's constantly moving and when we block it or uh, stop it all with a good intention right to protect ourselves or to protect others or the perceived idea of protecting another um, this locks up our life force the flow of our being and this is what creates dis-ease in the body which is really imbalance and our consciousness and our awareness of our consciousness is not separate from our physical being so for example personally I went through the first half of my life like most people having no idea that my self-awareness was the number one tool to powerfully creating my life and why is that? Why is it that it took me till I was around 30 years old to start actually looking behind my own consciousness? Well, the number one reason is nobody told me. And the reason why I found out is because hardly anyone knows. This is largely because awareness, awareness is the water that we swim in. So we don't even see the medium in which our self-concept or image is made. And this is so powerful because it determines what we believe is possible for ourselves and how we get to be in the world. And as a result, very few of us get the opportunity to really understand how our sense of self is actually created and perpetuated. And so we never quite are able to access or hold the full spectrum of our power. And like me, many of my clients have felt like something was missing in their life, but they couldn't quite put their finger on it. I mean, I followed all the rules, well, many of them. I got my degrees, I chased after accomplishments, I built my career and found myself feeling bamboozled. The whole reason any of us do these things is that there's a promise of that carrot dangling in front of us. The prestige, the position, the monetary reward. That somehow that would allow us to finally feel free or empowered or would eliminate our suffering only to find out that 
I had become a prisoner of all that I had been chasing. And in fact, I learned that the ends don't actually justify the means because I was spending my life based on an illusion of some imagined future instead of living richly in the present a moment that was available to me right now. And the reason why I mention this is at this time, at this moment, as this old world, its structures and principles and um, organization is crumbling outside of our window, but it actually is providing us an incredible opportunity because it is this model of the world that caused many people to check out, deferring to that arrival of that someday when I would, that never came. It did not give anyone permission to truly be, which is our natural human birthright. And I think about my father who worked his entire life to support his family, which is a very noble deed all for the day when he would retire and of course he uh, passed away uh, shortly after retiring and was never able to really um, live into those golden years where he talked about um, taking up his love and passion of art and of architecture and um, and really how many people have been duped into that and so by taking back your present moment you are creating a revolution of presence we are creating a a revolution of presence which is a celebration and honoring of our own life force And it's a beginning of a love affair with our own awareness, with life itself. And that is beautiful. Some people still don't understand the collective power of consciousness created this moment for us. And of course, it does not come with casualties. Nothing in life is perfect, but hopefully, We observe and we learn and we make better choices for our future or we start being aware of the choices that we actually have available and we choose for ourselves and confidently choose waving goodbye to this crumbling world that had separated us from our own awareness in order to function. It's time, my friend, to pull out all the stops. Don't you think it's time for something different? I do. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to my podcast. I appreciate your support, your comments, your shares. Uh, If you have any questions or you'd like to find out more about my coaching services, please check out my website at www.mindheart-space.com. My apologies for the airplane 
flying over my recording studio at this moment. Um, and if you're interested in registering for my course, I am offering early bird registration until July the 8th. That's four more days. Um, I will put the um, registration link in the description box at this podcast or wherever you are listening to this episode. All right, until next time, please remember what a valuable treasure you are. And bye for now.